welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host, Kevin Paneskis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this live uh, podcast episode. So ultimately, this is a live Facebook post, also going out on my YouTube channel. Um, My name is Kevin Property Soldier, and uh, I also record this as a podcast that goes out onto my service combination property podcast. So this is in the form of an interview. And uh, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Jahan here, who is going to tell you his story in service combination very shortly indeed. Anyone has any comments or want to um, say anything, that's fine. Type away. Um, I won't be answering any comments live because this is also a podcast recording. But ultimately, once I finish the recording, I'll jump back in and answer any comments on the uh, Facebook lives, etc. And so I'm going to uh, jump over to Jahan now and let him introduce himself, tell us a little bit about his story, and then I might be asking him some questions as we go through. So um, hi, Jahan, uh, please introduce yourself and um, tell us about your journey so far in SA. Hi, Kevin. Hello, everyone. Yes, my name is Jahan, Jahan Anis. I um started property uh i actually came on a discovery day in late 2019 last year um before that i qualified as a chartered accountant and tax advisor worked for 10 12 years in the city of london uh, dabbled into property on a you know rent to rent basis in that time but before i know uh, other strategies in rent to rent um, came on to Discovery Day, which was service accommodation Discovery Day back in, I think it was August 19, and did my um, service accommodation um, intensive, I think it's called service accommodation, the actual course I did in November 19, um, and uh, went on to do the mastermind from Jan 2020. So did that for six months, um, got my first essay, Rent to SA unit, it was in December uh, last year, um, just before a few months, you know, when all this COVID hit and stuff. But anyway, it was a good journey. We continue to add unit on a sort of month to month basis. We now have um, 15 rent to SA units in Birmingham. Um, and that was about how, as a company, the policy was to on a guaranteed rent basis. Now, I think we have 150,000 pounds annual rent on a guaranteed rent basis on these 15 units. And that was the maximum sort of uh, commitment we wanted to take on. Um, uh, and throughout this period, I think it was one of those times when you were forced to think outside the box to keep the business running. And now in a hindsight, it was sort of a positive thing as well, because I guess more than 75% of the bookings we now get is from long-term corporate clients, contractors, because we were forced to go out and look for those people. Um, so which was which was good. Um, then we started sourcing um, service accommodation at the back of the request from an investor who wanted to invest some money, but he was not sure about buying and converting a HMO or buy-to-let. 
So he had about some 100,000 and we, uh, after, after the course, obviously we guided him that if he can invest his money into 10 to 12 different service accommodation units. So literally like it happened um, eight weeks ago. So we managed to sell four units in April and two at the moment we sold this month. Um, so that is going uh, relatively well. And that is all at the back of the existing landlord relationships. We have few good landlords who own uh, in excess of 100 units in Birmingham and they're constantly developing. So, so those ones, so rent to SA, deal sourcing is now the sort of focus. We usually don't do management, but we have again been asked by um, a few letting agents that if we can source and manage the properties, then they would be happy to give away some some stock to... Can I just um, jump in? Can I just sure. jump in there, Jan? Yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's really um, that's really important point, actually, to um, to highlight with serviced accommodation and even rent to serviced accommodation is that you can source a property, get a packaging fee yes. for somebody to go and rent a property via a letting agent yes. for you to then actually go and manage as service accommodation. So your your upfront costs are zero. Yes. Somebody else comes in, gives you a packaging fee for them to have the right to rent a property from a letting agent where their full liability is with the investor. Absolutely. Then they literally just hand the property over to you. The letting agent wants you to manage that property as service accommodation so that they're then happy. So how, how cool is that? Exactly. I mean, obviously, you have to start with the rent to rent. And that was the strategy to get the experience and to, you know, try and see different strategies and how things work. But eventually, without you even planning, it gets to that stage fairly quickly where state agents and letting agents are happy to work with you. And they actually ask you to manage the properties because then it's that, you know, that assurance for them that the property would be in a good condition. And all of the properties we got from letting agents, we do invite them after a few months while it's all up, set up. And, and people are so impressed that, you know, most of the time people don't visualize that how much effort goes into setting up these service accommodations. And when you have wall arts and cushions and nice color schemes and stuff, they really feel that the properties, even the landlords feel that the properties are kept in much, much better condition as opposed to like a normal family led. And that is the same with this landlord we're working with, that when he came to, we invited him to see, we only got two of his apartments to start with. And when he came to see those apartments and the quality of staff and no hassle to the other tenants who are like family tenants, and now they are also open to work with us on us, so, you know, one by one, they are happy to give us more units to then source and manage. So sourcing and management is something at the moment, not management as such, but if somebody wants, then obviously we can manage. But sourcing itself is what we are focusing on. We we are all, uh, you know, all things SA, really. We purchased the property to convert it into HMO. But then halfway through, we thought that this property is so close to Birmingham Airport and NEC. Why don't we, uh, during during the refurb process, we got few rent-to-rent-to-SA rent units around airport, and they are all working really good. And we now switch that model from HMO to four on-suites bedroom in a property. So we are we bought that, converting into four on-suites to, to run our service accommodation. So that would be live from next month. We also help investors purchase the property and then rent it as I say. 
because of the whole capital allowances thing, which is a big thing, um, you know, and when um, you see the calculation. Oh, yeah, come on, let's, we, we can't go past capital allowances before stopping for breath on that one. So um, absolutely, okay, tell us a little bit about um, the capital allowances angle. So the owner of a property gets to claim the capital allowances and the property being used as service accommodation. So let's just keep you as the owner for now, because obviously there can be capital allowances on an essay management type basis as well for the, for the owner. Yeah. But you as the owner... Talk us a little bit about the capital allowances and, and how beneficial it is to understand those. Yes, I'll give you a sort of a, so again from my tax background and again from um, the the training session and I think it's Arthur who we usually work with and um, so basically when you purchase a property, let's say if it's two hundred thousand pounds property or to give you a live example, you purchase a property one hundred forty five thousand. And um, you can actually claim up to 25% of the value of the property, which is huge. Like, I think the total allowances out of just a little purchase was nearly about 30 grand. And you, you can offset those allowances against your other income, not just the service accommodation income. So that the, just on capital allowances front, it makes it so interesting for investors. We've got people from London who are like doctors making 200, 250,000 a year. And they said to me that we can actually purchase a property a year. Because obviously at the end of the day, it's a buy to let. You need to put possibly 15% deposit to purchase a property, use it as an essay, because tax office treat that as a business asset rather than as an investment asset. And therefore the income is business income. And you would then obviously legally save all of that tax, and especially if you're already in 40% bracket, it's quite a lot of money to be saved on a, you know, one, someone said to me, we can afford to keep the property having no guest for the whole year, and it can still make it worthwhile because of the tax reliefs we're getting at the back of the property purchase. So we do purchase, we bought two units for uh, investors in Birmingham City Centre. Um, again, we rent them, we, we, we operate them as service accommodation. The first deal, we were quite keen to get over the line and we offered them guaranteed rent. But on the second one, we stopped offering guaranteed rents and we said, you know, we can only manage the property. So again, the risk point of view, we don't have the risk if the property is empty or, you know. So so again, from an investor point of view, it works. From, from our point of view, from sourcing to management, it works. So yes, I mean, our own portfolio, um, um, sourcing. Before we jump onto that, Jahan, if I can just um, jump in, yes. So there was something that, that you said there, that, and it wasn't your words, it was the uh, the, uh, the property owner's words. So but I just wanted to clarify that for anyone listening in and on the podcast, et cetera. So to claim the capital allowances, the property has to qualify um, as a service combination. So they wouldn't yeah. be able to qualify if the property was empty, but it was a throwaway comment. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I understand it. empty, if they are unable to attract any guests as i mean if the property needs to be on booking.com and airbnb and it is it needs to be ready you can't leave the property empty but just as a sort of a analogy to even if he's not making any money renting those it still make it as a good investment obviously it has to you know comply by all the rules and having yeah has to qualify under the furnish holder they let qualifying criteria right. in terms of yeah all yeah. that good yeah. stuff yeah oh yeah. awesome so you've got um, you've got quite an exciting uh, property in the pipeline, right? Uh, or quite an exciting deal. Um, so taking on quite a few at once. Talk, talk, yes. Tell us about that. So this deal is quite interesting. Um, this is pre-COVID deal. We started negotiating and we actually negotiated everything. The legals in terms of negotiations were all done pre-COVID, but we had to stop for the reasons I'll explain. So this is, this was just one unit came as 
um, normal is the, we got in touch with the state agents uh, for that one unit. It's a block of 14 apartments in a, it's, it's, it's a block of 14 apartments, yes. And when we, when we start talking to the managing agent, uh, the letting agent, he said that, you know, there may be some other units, what do you do? And we explained to them that this is a service accommodation model. And the, 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 the property was not well maintained. And we then started talking about if we can do this, this, would landlord appreciate this, and, you know, would they allow and all sorts of those things. And at the back of this conversation, landlord got involved and they said, why don't you take the whole 14 apartments and run it as a mini service uh, or, you know, a part hotel type project. That's how the conversation started. And we now negotiated a lease option to purchase that whole block um, for around 15, 16% below market value. So the, the, the actual going ongoing price at the moment is 140,000 per apartment. We've agreed to take it on 120 per apartment. So, you know, that is huge, I think, about. So uh, the whole deal is 1.9 million, but we agreed to pay 1.6 million. So that's of 300,000 pounds built in equity on there. Um, uh, we have uh, the permission, we, we have five years to purchase the property, um, and we have permission to run it as serviced accommodation. The reason why we didn't complete before COVID or during COVID is that at the moment, the property, there are quite a few apartments which are let on ASD, and five out of 14 stopped paying rent during during COVID. So it was very difficult to take on the whole property and then live with those soft tenants where you cannot serve Section 21 now and, you know, lots of complications during COVID. So we decided to postpone, but we kept in touch with the landlord throughout. And just the last week, we started renegotiating or started the conversation again. There may be a slight price movement now, but we, we're talking about rather 120,000 per unit, 122,000 per unit. So it's not like massively changed. So, yes, uh, we are actually looking forward to complete that, the first major big deal. And then we'll have 14 units in the same block, the whole block with 18 or 22 car parks. It's like quite a sort of a nice block, literally uh, less than a mile from the airport and then we see. Awesome. So, so, so far in a short space of time, you got into Rent to SA. Yes. And SA Management. Sourcing via letting agents as well as direct to landlord, yeah? Yes, now um, most of our stock is direct to landlord, but before it was with letting agent, and we still have good contact with letting agents. And we, we are at the moment, we are sourcing a property which is which is through a letting agent. Awesome. So purchase to SA, you, so you've claimed your uh, capital allowances, um, got properties on, on business rates as well? Yes. yes. Yeah, cool. So got properties on business rates. Um, and there's a case of business rates. Some people choose to stay on um, council tax. Some people go on to business rates. But uh, some of the uh, the the um, the tax breaks and the yes. grants have been absolutely fantastic with properties on business rates, haven't they? And so, um, yeah. So you've 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 crammed an awful lot in in a short space of time, and. Um, and actually, you know, I'm now lining you up to to help us out on um, uh, in our you know mentoring program for mentoring people. So, as you mentioned, you came and got trained yourself, and then uh, we can mentor people ongoing as well. Um, and so that's that's really cool because in order to become a a, a mentor, you've got to be successful in uh, in a particular strategy. So you've obviously demonstrated that. And so what else, is there anything else that I've missed that, you, that you've done in terms of this service combination piece? 
Um, service accommodation, um, I think we pretty much covered, but overall, I think the last year we have <clears throat> tried, I think, many different options. And in terms of the experience, I think we have really covered because I've got a business partner as well. So we're two. So we have covered literally the whole uh, you know, spectrum of working with even agencies like Situ and Silver Doors and stuff, how to get on those. And, and, and even the business, business rates, you know, sometimes hit a mid because sometimes they come up with such a ridiculous valuations of the properties. And then there's the whole appeal process sometimes work. We do have some properties on council tax. So I think that the journey so far in the last year, considering there was COVID and lots of lockdowns and everyone was so skeptical about things, um, but has been quite good. Um, and I think it all goes back to if you put a solid foundation in learning the strategy and giving the time it takes to, you know, to understand everything, that's when you start then uh, making some good progress. So it sounds like in exciting times ahead and um, the bookings are flooding in, no doubt, with this staycation boom on us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great, and with Airbnb changes to, you know, long term lets as well, it, it does help and and things are now becoming a lot better definitely and i i also um coined the phrase i, I might have to patent it um but the um the pent-up business demand boom as well because there's an awful lot of business and corporate bookings flooding in now as well right so that's yes. pretty cool and again especially if you have lined up yourself during the last few months to take those bookings like we have done few changes in the properties to include desks and make it business friendly and those sort of things. Um, and now you do get regular guests booking in. We have a client who bring um, people from all over the world for six weeks, eight weeks for some trainings and stuff, corporate trainings. And, um, and they usually, two of our apartments are constantly with them. We do get voids in between when they don't have anyone. But then, you know, once you get six weeks booking, you know, and most of the time before the six weeks bookings end, there is another one lined up. So, you know, but it's all when you lined up for those opportunities, when you prepare for those opportunities, and then those ones start to come. So, no, absolutely. Okay, so what I'm going to do, actually, for those people who, um, so you've obviously charted your journey starting off from a, a service combination discovery day um, with me, which is, which is people can actually attend that free. So quite often when I go out and I speak at events, people have to pay to come on that uh, discovery day. But we're going we're gonna to kick, hit the ground running, lockdown restrictions easing. So I'm going to offer it for free. What I'll do actually is I'll put the link in the comments um to these lives that i have just done i'll put the link for people to join me on a discovery day in the show notes of the podcast episode the next one is actually tuesday if you want to be able to attend on tuesday this tuesday coming uh so the time of this recording what day are we on well, wednesday aren't we okay yes. so yes so this Tuesday coming, um, then type yes, please, in the comments. Yeah, however you're watching this, or I'm, this is out on my page, it's on my profile, it's on my um, YouTube channel, etc. and the Progressive Property page also. So if you would like a free ticket, 
then type yes please in the comments and I will get one of the team at Progressive Property to get you loaded onto that and I will see you in person very, very soon. I'm going to uh, wrap this one up now because I'm being called to another event. I'm at Progressive Property at the moment. Um, and so, um, Jahan, it's been really fantastic. Thank you for, for sharing your journey with us. Um, have you got any, anything just to finish up with before before I wrap this one up? No, I mean, all I would like to say is please do attend these free events. There's a lot of knowledge in those events which you can pick up. Uh, I am also always happy to share whatever I've learned during this time. So please feel free to connect with me on Facebook or however. Um, and well, How do people do that, Jahan? So if people want to reach out to you and contact you directly, how would they do that? Yes, absolutely. They can add me on Facebook. So it's Jahan Anis, J-E-H-A-N-A-N-I-S. It's Jahan Anis. And um, they can just add me on Facebook, friend or however you normally add on Facebook. And they can just send me a message. I do usually get quite a few anyway so you know i'm more than happy to talk and share um just just my experience whatever i can so no that's that's lovely to be on the on the show and um, i hope it adds some value to some people some of your listeners and at least from a motivational point of view fantastic well thanks very much johan and um i will be seeing you again soon uh, you're going to come and um, come and, and shadow us on our on our training that we have got uh, coming up so that's fantastic um so here's to everyone service accommodation success don't forget i've already seen so dan has already typed yes please so so um Type yes, please, in the comments, and we will get one of the team to reach out to you and um, get you loaded on. So it, I will post a recording of this also into the Progressive Property community. So if you see the recording of this, then type yes, please, in as well, and we will get one of the team to reach out to you to get you loaded onto that. So I'll see. So Mark has also typed yes, please. So lots of that yes, please is coming in. I'll see everyone soon. Here's to your service combination success, and remember... Your future needs you. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. You can also follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier. Also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn even more about property investing and serviced accommodation.